live from Framingham and Walpole, Massachusetts. This is 1833 Sports. On today's podcast, I am joined by Kevin Nunez. What's up, Kevin? What's up, man? You hear me? I can hear you. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Oh, man, how you been? I'm good, just chilling, trying to keep busy. How about yourself? I'm all right, just trying to stay in shape, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, continue. Don't want to get fat. Exactly, don't want that to happen. How's your brother? How's Sal? He's good. He's uh, he's trying to stay in shape. He's doing real estate now. Okay, 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 okay. So he's been uh, working in Boston as well. But it's been good, you know? Oh, that's a drive. How long is it, How long does it take him? Um, with the coronavirus, like 30 minutes, not that bad. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, I, I assume post that I'll get kind of bad. But, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. It's hard to play out here. Not a lot of rims are open still, so. Come, come to Eplex. I'm telling you to come down anytime. Whenever you want, man, whenever. Hey, just, just text me. I'll give you the key. Just come down. <laughs> We're always there. You know that. Yeah. So, anyway, so kind of just going back to that a little bit. So, you went to high school at New, at New Mission, right? Yeah. So how did those four years kind of go for you for basketball over there? I, from what I believe, you guys won something for MIA, correct? Yeah, so my four years there, we won two state titles and um, two city titles. What's the difference? I have no I, – I don't well, know. For like every school in the city of Boston, we have a tournament before the states. Okay. And, we, uh, and like the four best teams um, record-wise – we play each other for like a city championship. So like basically bragging rights of the city. Okay. Big thing cool. here. And, and then, uh, sorry, you, you know, you got my bad. Uh, yeah. My freshman year we won. Uh, I was on JV though, but I witnessed them winning. And, uh, and then my junior year we won again. And my senior year was a little roller coaster, you know, injuries. So I'll explain in a bit. Yeah, we can get to that. I mean, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to start freshman year and go the way up? So, I wasn't even supposed to go to New Mission to start off with. Uh, I was supposed to go to another school that one of my middle school professors wanted me to go attend to play basketball. But uh, me and my family decided I'd, uh, that school I, uh, wasn't for me. So, uh, I ended up in New Mission by an accident. Uh, not really New Mission. So, New Mission uh, and the school I attended, BCLA, we shared the same building, but New Mission took over the sports. So our, the names was everything was every sport related thing was new mission. So okay. the school I attended for education was BCLA. Uh, so from there, um, tryouts came and I almost didn't try out, which nobody, I don't think only a few people know. So there was a shuttle bus. that would take me to the train station to head home. And the day of the tryouts, I got so scared because I didn't think I would make it. And I think I'd embarrass myself. Uh, I ran to the, try to get catch the bus last minute, and it and it left. So I was like, you know what? Let me just try out and see how it goes. And um, from there, I met Mitch, who's probably like you know a big figure in my life right now. Who was my JV coach, and I tried out, and I ended up making it. Um, and then from there, I played JV, which I didn't play a lot. Probably like nine nine or ten of those guys. Yeah, I didn't play probably like the first few games. And it was, like, one game where, like, we were blowing – we would blow every team out, my JV team. We were, like, a varsity team, JV. Like, it was just mm -hmm. un unfair. Like, some of those guys are Division One now, you know. So, it's, like – but uh, we were up, like, 40 points against some team, and he put me in, and I scored probably, like, 10 points in a row. And I ended up with, like, 15 points and, like, 
almost 10 rebounds. And from there on, he just like believed in me. And uh, I just, from there, everything just took off, went right. And I just kept working out with him. And I still do work out with him till this day. He's my trainer. And from junior, um, from my sophomore year, after we won the state titles, that's when I met the head coach, Corey. I really got close to him and he, uh, he put me in, a, in, in an AU team called Boston Warriors. He made sure I played AU. Uh, he drove me everywhere. And that guy, man, when I tell you, he's for the kids, he's for the kids. He did everything, man. Everything for our school, for our, for our team. Um, he did, he made me, he, he helped me play AU for free, you know. So, uh, yeah, my sophomore year, I did join varsity. It was the first time I joined varsity. I played like, I played uh, like two games. And the second game I played was actually a playoff round against uh, Catholic Memorial. I don't know if you know that school. Yeah, CM. And uh, I didn't think he would put me in. Uh, he put me in the game during the playoff game, uh, my second varsity game ever. And, dude, I tried to shoot a three, and some guy who was probably like 6'8 sent it to the stands where my mom was watching. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, the game was so fast. It was so different from JV. Like, my sophomore year, from freshman to sophomore year in JV, I absolutely, like, destroyed it. Like, my development was just, like, on another level. Like, I was just catching up to things so, so quick. So he put me on varsity. But from that game, he subbed me out after that block. And uh, junior, and that summer, I just I, I gained like probably 30 pounds of muscle uh, just working out with him. And I just, I was in the gym every single day and just getting better, just working on, you know, the little things I needed to. And from there, I played a big role on our state championship that year, which I did come off the bench. I started for like two games and then it just, he kept me on the bench just for a spark plug. And probably that was the best year of my life, basketball-wise. Man, I had some great times that year. Uh, I have the ring. I could go up. I could go get it in a sec after this. <laughs> I can show you it. Yeah, I love that ring. Um, I wish we would have won again. But that junior year team, we only lost like three games, and two of those games were in Florida. We played in a tournament in Florida against some Florida teams. And <laughs> how'd that happen? How'd that even be set up? Uh, so we got invited after we won after our my sophomore year when we lost. It was like. Uh, that, that was that was a very talented team but sometimes you know like teams that are really talented don't click um Corey got invited to this tournament um it's called battle of the villages it's a great tournament and we got invited because some like boston people live down there and they invited us and they like seen the program record and seen everything Corey has done and we got we we we, we drove down there <laughs> all night that was probably like one of the funnest times of my life too was driving down there and just bonding with my teammates and you know getting to getting to know them a little better yeah and, uh, our first game down there we played uh this team called miami nor norlands i think or something like that and dude they probably had like nine division one players like i think four of their starting players didn't even start the game for them and it got ugly but uh a funny story after that loss we all we all met in Corey's room and Corey's a character. Um, if you ever meet him or whoever listens to this, if they know him, this dude, man, he ripped a hole in uh, Like, when I tell you, it was like an hour of just bashing us and just – like, some people some people could take it, some people can't. I, I, loved, I loved his way, you know, just yelling and just mm -hmm. cursing us out and just um, telling us, like, you know, people don't even believe you shouldn't even be here. So the second game we, we were there, we played um, this kid. What's that kid's name? He plays at Duke now, actually. Um, Vern Care, Vern, Vern, yeah, Vern Care, yeah. Yeah, we played his um university school. 
uh, he was like a sophomore when I played him or freshman, something like that. And they had like him and some other kid from like out of the country. They were like top hundred at the time. And uh, we let that game go, but by two points, you know, we almost beat them and almost upset them. And our third game there, we beat um, Trey Mann, who plays for Miami now. We, we, we beat him. And, uh, you know, the people down there loved us, and they loved how we played because we were so small, but we were so aggressive. You know, we just yeah. we were just so fast, and we played fast-paced, and we trapped the whole game, didn't care who, if you were 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, you know, we just showed heart. So Great. my senior year – so after that, actually, we came back to Boston, and this is um, where we just went on a run. I didn't think we didn't – we didn't lose a game after that. We didn't lose a game. Yeah, we didn't lose a game. We had a, we had a winning streak from there, from January all the way to the state finals, and we won every single game. And probably the state, the state tournament was probably the hardest thing, in, like mentally and physically-wise. Like, that, I, that was a wear on me. Like, every single day, waking up for school at, like, 5 a.m., you know, my body's sore from practice and having to go to school. And then after school, practice, full contact, and just, you know, and then having to play a state title game. Like, every single of those games was, like, so crucial, and I just – Every moment I remember, like, it was it was unbelievable. And, you know, to play at the Garden was probably the yeah. best experience of my life. And I probably had one of my best games at the Garden. You know, I had some big, big plays down the stretch to help my team win that game because um, uh, one of our stars, Charles Mitchell, he's one of the Mitchell twins, he had a broken foot. He was playing on it, but he didn't know at the time. But he just couldn't play anymore. So he subbed him out and just subbed me in. And I just, you know, I just went, went crazy and started scoring and started defending. And um, we went on to play in Springfield against um, I forgot uh, I forgot the name of the school. But we played them our freshman year. We played them in the state title as well. And we beat them. So playing them again was like pretty big. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kid that was on that team, uh, it was Car- I don't remember the team, but he plays for Amherst now. He won like Gatorade Player of the Year for Massachusetts. And uh, to get to play him was pretty pretty amazing. And play at you know in Springfield in their gym, that was pretty cool. That was after the Garden, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play at the Garden to go to Springfield. Yeah, because isn't the MIA, so it's like, I don't – what division was New Mission? Two. We were too small to go one. So, like, isn't it like – so, our division, let's say Division Two North, you, you, you beat all Division Two, but then yeah. you get into, like, almost like a final for, like, D1, D2, yeah. D3, D4, right? Yeah, yeah. So, was the Garden all of D2? Yeah. And then the Springfield oh, we, was – uh, yeah, um, it was conquered something. Every school we played was D2 in the, in the States. But we played Division One schools, like, in our yeah. schedule. Like, most of those teams were Division One, But the state, we had to play only Division Two, which, which Corey was smart because he put all those tough teams, mm-hmm. you know, for a reason. Because after Florida, we didn't lose. We, like, we bonded so tight. After losing by 40, I, I, after losing that game by so many points, like, we just bonded. We just clicked, and we did not lose a game. We were just blowing teams out. Except for the for the for the um, playoffs, that those games were like every possession counted, like March Madness type stuff. Like I, those are games I love to play. Did you win? So yes, you won the the city title and then the D two title all in yeah. one year. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then my senior year uh, is when things went downhill personally for me. Uh, I was expected to have a big year. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I was I wanted to reclassify and do another year at a prep school, but um, I mean, uh, I had to, you know, meet some expectations and show people that I could actually play at a high level. So my first couple games, you know, I was doing really well. And we went to Florida. We got invited to Florida again. And um, we, we, we beat some team that was, like, nationally ranked. 
our first game. We were blowing them out, but they came back, and then we ended up just sneaking by and winning. And then our second game, uh, we lost to uh, probably the best team. I forgot where they're from. They were they were from. I have all the papers and stuff. But they were like the best team in their in their in their state, and um, we almost beat them. And then our third team, we played Trey Man again. And when I tell you, <laughs> that kid was different from the year before we played him. That bad, he beat us that year. That that time he beat us. That man was you could tell he was Division One playing him that year. Like that kid was half court threes, pick and roll, pull up. I'm like, wow, this kid is this kid's gonna be great. And then um, so after we came back from Florida, we had a big game against our rival school here in Boston. And um, who's that? Uh, Brighton. So it was like that. So we couldn't play at our school or their school. So we had to play at a, at a, at a um, what do you call those? Neutral site. Yeah, neutral site, which was probably the biggest gym in Boston. It's called Madison. And, you know, um, beginning of second quarter, um, I was driving to the basket. I still remember this so vividly. I was driving to the basket, and instead of laying it up, I seen my friend under the hoop. And when I went to throw it midair, I landed on somebody's leg and twisted my ankle really, really bad. And from there, like, things – I didn't play for, like, a whole month, you know. That, that, that was probably one of the toughest times mentally for me as a basketball player, sitting mm-hmm. out so long, and especially my last year of high school, and I was supposed to prove to so many people what I could do. And that was just so tough for me, you know, mentally and physically. You know, and I tried to come back. I, I eventually came back. I played a few games before the city tournament because city's always before states. And uh, the first game in the same gym – uh, same quarter, ended up re-injuring my ankle again and had to sit out, and we ended up losing. Um, and we were favored to win the state title in cities, but, uh, you know, things happen, and that's probably the worst. You know, I, I wish I could go back, but, you know, things happen for yeah. a reason. How did you handle the adversity going through that? Man, it was tough, man. I had – thank God I had, like, a lot of friends that supported me and just checked up on me and just had me. You know, I was in a, I was in a bad place just, like, now I was confused. I didn't know what to do. I was like, so now I think I might have to just go to college now. And that was the first time I was actually like, okay, now I have to go to college. Like, okay, now I can't. I don't think the prep school is going to work because they're just going to be like, where's the film? And just like, they don't mm-hmm. want somebody who's hurt. So, you know, I had to start, you know, I gained I gained a few pounds the month I was out, you know, because I wasn't doing anything. I was just, you know, in my room sad. I, I could barely walk. It was such a bad sprain. Usually I sprain my ankle. And I could just play with it, but I couldn't. Even though after the second time I sprained my ankle after that game in the cities, we had our states. We won our first game, and it was just – I had to play through. I played through the ankle injury because I'm like, these are my final games of high school. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play regardless. Uh, yeah, in, our second, in the second round of the state tournament, uh, we ended up losing a uh, pretty crazy game. Um, it came down to one of the Mitchell twins – got fouled at the three-point line and had a chance to take it to overtime if he made all three shots, and he missed the first one. And it was just, you know, tears from there and sadness that, you know, my career was over just like that, and I couldn't even play half the season. And um, from there, that's when I started, you know, I had to look at – started looking at colleges for the first time. Before we get to colleges, so you, remember you tell me you played with Terrence Clark. When, when did you play with him? So I played with him year. Those are these. That was wow. It was like probably freshman year. He played. We played. There's a summer league here, mm-hmm. the NBL, and that's where most of the Boston kids play. And we like form teams around neighborhoods. 
and uh, I played against him like once. And that kid was, he was younger and he was playing like 15 under. And man, that kid, you could tell he was going to be good, man. And look at him now, you know, and that's congrats to him. And hopefully I wish him the best. I don't think he would remember me though. Yeah. Maybe would you say that's, well, maybe besides Trey Mann, is he, would he be the best competition you played against you think? At that, or at that in, age, maybe individually, maybe individually, or uh, at at that age, probably not as good as when I played Trey Young at his age, because Trey Young was at when another you, level. When did you play Trey Young? Trey Man, Trey Man. I was Trey gonna Man. say what? <laughs> Trey I was like, Man. What? Oh, names are so similar. Yeah, but now Trey Man was um was probably one of the best kids I played against. That's cool. And an interesting fact, um, uh. What school did this kid? Only one person in high school ever scored 30 more points than me, and that was in a summer league going into my senior year. That's when I was, you know, I was at my best in the summer. Uh, but this kid, uh, he actually played. He was committed to play Division One football at Boston College. I forgot what, co- what high school he played at. It was Division One. We played him in the summer, and man, that that kid, he woke me up, man. He hit, hit me, hit me with like 35 points, and we lost. Corey on the ride back home was. <laughs> All this year, just letting me have summer, it. This is summer league too? Yeah, this was the summer before my senior year, before, you know, I started my senior year. So the second time I played that kid, you know, I just remembered all his moves. Mm-hmm. And I, he only had like five points the second time we played. Is this the same league you would have played in this year in the summer, or is that a different league? No, it's a different league. We played, that was with New Mission when I was in high school. That was the league we played in. Okay. Played. All right. Uh, so what actually I'm here? What was the summer league you played in last year? So I know you were, were talking about that before. Uh, it's Tim McCarthy. It's a men's league. Yeah, it's outside. It's outside. It's a really gotta, good league. Gotta yeah. get Sal on a team. <laughs> gotta get him. Gotta get him. Uh, I don't even know if the league is gonna continue. I don't. I haven't heard anything yet. So I've heard. Hopefully. Um. Yeah. Def- well, we'll figure that out. We'll have, to, we'll have to figure that out. Have you heard of that league in Salem? Uh, props to pro or something like that. I've heard that's a good league. Yeah, too. I've seen some kids playing in it. That kid, that kid, uh, Jalen Antirava, and he went to Endicott. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I played against him too. Yeah, he's a friend of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so how did uh, New Michigan prepare you well for college? So I know you went to. Man, was it, it you? You went to. Sorry, you went to um, Mount Ida first, right? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, we'll go. We'll start there. Bunch of my computer's about to die. One second. Uh, so after I got after my season ended. I actually didn't know Mount Ida even existed. I didn't know it was a college. I didn't know it wasn't even a school in Newton. Uh, but with the preparation that New Mission does, it's like probably – if I was to go back, I wouldn't go to no other high school, even if it was a prep school for those four years. Because I was taught things that, you know, probably other kids weren't taught, you know. And I was taught defense first for everything. And that's what I take – even now, I take personal. That's why, you know, at LaSalle, every guy who's probably the best scorer on the other team, I'm guarding. You know, I take it personal because that's what we were taught. Take it personal. Don't let nobody score on you. Shout out Crew Ainge. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a fun, that was a fun game. <laughs> I want to play him so bad, and I want to play him. And he's lucky I was, I was, you know, I was with the foot injury, and I didn't tell anybody with it. You know, only probably my team knew I was playing hurt. But, you know, that's another day of discussion. And Yeah. Uh, We'll see him next year. But, uh, yeah, we, it was just taught defense. Like, we were taught the right way of basketball. Like, like, I hate when people say, like, oh, I'm just an offensive player. Like, no, basketball is a two-way game. Like, you got to play defense and offense. And that's what we were taught. And that's why probably most of us are really good defenders in college. 
you know, Charles Mitchell, who played with me. He's a twin. He goes to UMass Boston. He won Defensive Player of the Year. Congrats to him. He should have won it all three years, him and his brother. They're probably the best defenders I've seen to get together. They're just unstoppable on defense. And that's what we were taught. That's how we blew teams out was trap, press them, get in their face, and, and score. And just score off layups, fast break layups. So was – I'm not sure I understand this. Was BCLA, what does that stand for? Is that part of New Mission or is that like just it's, like – It's another – so it's another school combined with New Mission. They were both small. Okay. They combined together as one school. So it, was, it stands for Boston Community Leadership Academy. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, obviously, so, or is Mount, so Mountain, actually, I'm So, you didn't, Matt I did not recruit you. Or did they recruit you? They ended up recruiting me. Um, so, one of the teachers at uh, New Mission after the season was over called, uh, he figured out, he, he and Corey were speaking, and Corey didn't know where I wanted to go, and I didn't know where I wanted to go. I wasn't like, you know, really, wasn't really interested in those schools. He, uh, one of the teachers there, called new new one of the assistant coaches at Mount Ida and called them and told them to you know look me up and you know see if you they were interested in me and uh they called me like probably almost end of the school year you know like hey um this coach Davis Mount Ida I'm like who where what like where do you guys and then um you know they offered me a visit and go play with the guys and I ended up going it was probably my only my third visit first to school because, um, you know, I was really upset that, you know, I was hurt and I couldn't prove to myself and I couldn't get money to go to a prep school. Um, so, but when I went there, I loved the campus. It was small. You know, the, the coaches were so nice. Everything was organized as a basketball program, like everything. Like he explained everything to me, how they lift, how they wake up early, how they have early morning practice, early morning workouts. They had like a, they had like a trainer there to help them, you know, strengthen conditioning. So I ended up playing pickup with them. They, they, I, I, I grew fond of them. You know, I had a great time with them. We had like, he also had the team eat dinner together. That's big. And I was just like, I was like, wow, like this man has his team organized. This is what I like to see. So after I left there, I, at that time, I had my schools narrowed down to just a few. The only, the only school that wasn't Division Three was Merrimack that I was thinking of going to, which are now Division One. Yeah. And um, so, but uh, I tried, I was going to go walk on for Merrimack, but um, it was just financially, I, they weren't giving me enough. And they were, they, were D2, they, they were D2 at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, they were giving me some money, but they, they, they wanted me to walk on and just probably earn the rest. And um, I just didn't want to risk. Me and Corey sat down and just said, like, you know, with your injuries. I, I ended up injuring my ankle, the same ankle, seven times that, one, that year. Damn. I kept injuring it, even just working out, you know, and I had to take a, a long break and had to do condi- um, uh, therapy for it, um, which was probably the worst time of my life because now I had to narrow down to schools I didn't even know existed or just didn't even want to go. But, you know, I was kind of intrigued in Merrimack, but I, when, I, when me and Corey sat down and realized, like, reality, like, I can't take a risk of me getting hurt again, so... I ended up committing to Mount Ida. I, I visited my second time just to make sure. Mm-hmm. I played again, and I'm like, you know what? This is this is the school for me. And actually, uh, Kevin Vanderhorst, me and him were big rivals in high school. We used to play each other in the summer leagues. Since he was Division One, we didn't really play. We didn't have him on our regular schedule, but in our summer, we played him a lot. And man, we probably disliked each other so much <laughs> back then. All the battles we had, man, they, they were a good team, but they they weren't new mission ready, you know. 
I wish we where I live. I wish we had like a summer league like that. Well, my dad used to play in like a CYO league back in the day, but we don't really have like a good like summer league out here anymore. Yeah, it was like summer leagues for like high school teams. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. So let's. How'd your first year at Mount Ida go? And then when did you hear that like it was closed? And and what was your process going through that? So you know, I was nervous, man. My first time ever being away from home, and I was. One of the reasons I actually chose my Ida, I was like, I don't want to be too far from home. Mm-hmm. Just in case, I just want to be a little far. Yeah. I always come home whenever I want. Uh, I was nervous as hell, man. I had a random roommate. Um, but basketball, it was like everything was was quick. You know, um, I had to I had to wake up early every, every day of the week for preseason, lift, conditioning, which was the worst conditioning mm-hmm. ever, you know. Um, coach Doe, who's now the assistant coach at LaSalle, was an assistant at Mount Ida for a short time before he um, quit during the season. Wait, did he go? Yeah. So he was an assistant coach there, and when um and he used to lead the workouts in the morning. And, man, when I tell you, <laughs> oh, my, he had us do, like, suicide races. This is, the, this is the worst drill. He had us do, like, suicide races, like, against each other, like, seven teams. And we did it with the volleyball team. Oh, my God. When I t- and I'm a freshman, so I'm over here trying to prove myself. So I'm trying to go as hard as I can. But, dude, I, I would probably never do those ever again. <laughs> like, I thought new mission was bad. Like, we ran so much. We just ran and did defensive stuff. Nah, man, that dude was running me out the gym at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I would have to go to my 8 a.m. But um, my, first ex- my, my first year of college, I, 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 had a, I didn't have a great – year there I wasn't comfortable I didn't want to be there I ended up hurting myself and um but I ended up playing through the season which I should have probably now thinking of it should have never done uh I ended up hurting my knee during right before the season started right when our head coach quit he uh he announced his retirement well he announced that he was quitting and giving the job to somebody else uh, which almost made me transfer, but I decided to stay for the year, just finish the year out with the guys. Uh, I earned a starting spot with the new coach, but um, I was hurt, and I didn't want to tell him because I was starting. Mm-hmm. I told the trainer, but, you know, she told me to just play through it, and that's probably the worst experience ever. You know, I have a trainer just tell me play through it, and I had, like, uh, I don't, I forgot what I had in my knee. I just – I couldn't – I couldn't, and it was my strong knee. You know, my game is basically athleticism. You know, I use yeah. my to get around and to, you know, get others involved, but I just couldn't, you know, start. Even starting, I just – I did so bad, you know, and I wish I could go back and just sit the year out instead. But but when I think about it, sitting out the year, I probably would have never met Galetta. You know, mm-hmm. I would have never met him because my two best games were against him. Um which were during the end of the year when I was finally getting healthy again and finally being able to prove like what I could do. Um, Yeah. But after our season ended, uh, me and the coach at Malaita, we had some disagreements and um, I just felt like it wasn't the school for me. And this was before Malaita, I knew Malaita was closing. Um, So the week before Malaita closing, I finally met with him after the season just to talk because I didn't speak to him after the season ended for like that month. And, but he, you know, I decided to sit down and talk to him and uh, he knew I wanted to leave. Um, and I told him, you know, I just, I don't think this is the right fit for me. And he was just telling me like, you know, you going home. Cause he knew I probably wanted to go to UMass. Uh, he just telling me like, you going home is bad, you know, staying away, which he was, he was right. I could give him that, you know, he wanted me to be away from home and learn how to be 
myself and be a young man. But uh, I just I just didn't want to be there. But after that discussion with him, I was thinking about it, like, oh, maybe I should stay. You know, maybe me, K2, Ryan, Johnny, we could create something here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that Friday morning, waking up for class, you know, right, got my backpack about to go out the door. I get the email and I'm like, Barry Brown. I'm like, what is this? Read the email. And, you know, when I seen that the school was foreclosing, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, no way. I walk out. So I walk out my room. I go down the hall where John, uh, where Coach Joe worked with uh, some other professors. And I'm just like, I walk in there. And at first I'm like, damn, like this sucks. I'm leaving anyway. And then I realize I'm like, wait a minute. Like these guys are losing their jobs. Like this is real. And for a second I was like, damn, I feel really bad because now all these people are unemployed and all these students got to find some, a new home. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like, that's just crazy to me. I'm like, damn. I was like, damn, I can't even decide to stay or not. I have to leave now. I have no choice. That almost maybe helped you in a weird way. I could make force a decision. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you go to UMass Boston over – or do you even, did you think about going to LaSalle after those games against Galetta? Yeah, so, so when Galetta found out, um, when, when this happened, you know, I had – of course, I had a uh, – schools were calling me, you know, to go visit, and, you know, just to see if I was interested. Uh, but I wasn't really intrigued. I was like, you know what, UMass is probably the best fit for me. I want to go play with my old high school teammates, Charlie and Charles, who play at UMass Boston now. Um, I wanted to play with them again, you know, just have that fun memory of, you know, mm-hmm. dominating people again and being, you know, us. But uh, one day, uh, Johnny, Ryan, and K2 were going on a visit with LaSalle, and um, Officer Powell, uh, he's an officer – that worked at UMass, uh, Mount Ida and LaSalle, he, you know, he loved my game. He loved who I was. And, you know, I always appreciate for him for that. He spoke to me and told me, you know, LaSalle might be a great fit for you. He, he told me about Galetta, how good of a dude he is and how their program is. And I was like, wow, maybe I'll, I'll think about it. And um, a couple of weeks later, he gave my number to um, Coach Galetta and Coach Galetta reached out to me, see if I would made a decision. I said, um, not really, even though I was leaning towards UMass. He made an effort anyway. He he told me, you know, just come visit and just play with the guys. So I went down there one day with Johnny Ryan and K2 and, you know, played pickup with the guys there. And um, I didn't think I would like it. But after the pickup game and after, you know, meeting him personally, I was like, maybe this this, this guy might be right for me. Like, this might be the right decision for me. But um, after that visit, um, I was still like, man, it's either I go play there or I go to UMass and, you know, play with my – brothers mm-hmm. you know? and um we actually met again in the summer because I still didn't make a choice and he was you know coach Corey was there and Corey you know he's like a father to me and my stepfather was there too uh, we just discussed like possibilities and I told him I was worried about like living on campus I didn't want to live on campus no more you know I didn't want I didn't I didn't have a great experience my first year and you know he was promising me like you know, this would be different, you know, it's going to be different with me. And I, I believed them, but I was just worried. Like, I didn't want to go through that again, you know, living, mm-hmm. living like that. I just didn't like it. And then um, I decided probably mid-summer, you know, playing in the summer league with the Twins, they probably had a big influence in that, <laughs> you know, pushing me to play with them, you know. And I went and spoke with the UMass coach and um, ended up going there. How far is UMass Boston from your house? <laughs> Five minutes. I could, 
I could literally walk with you to show you the campus. <laughs> that close. Another, another time. <laughs> <laughs> that close. That's good. So you end up going there. Yeah. How? So, well, a little foreshadowing. You end up transferring to LaSalle midseason, correct? Yeah. Yes. How? How the? Well, how'd half the season go for you there? Why did you end up trying to switch? So when it was this, this is the thing with me. Um, when when I was go, when I uh, told him I was going there, the first thing that that alarmed me, but I really didn't. I should have raised my eyebrow. Was he wasn't really intrigued with me. He was like, "Okay, you're coming. I'm like, All right, congrats." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, All right, I'll let it slide. Um, so before before that, I had a back. I hurt my back um, in the summer, and I had to sit out the last probably couple games of the summer league, um, which was probably one of the worst injuries I've had. I hurt my that, that lower back pain. I still have it sometimes, um, and the doctors never figured out what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played again. I played through it at UMass. But I, for the preseason, I sat out like a month and a half before I did anything. You know, I stopped lifting weights and stuff like that. And um, But he was never like really like hyped that I was there. Like I guess he didn't know like what I could do. You know, I wanted to prove to him so bad. I'm like, I'm about to prove the whole everyone that I'm, I'm, I'm a high-level basketball player, injury or not, you know. And um, But he was never really like, oh, was like a fan, like a like, – yeah, it was big shot. So I was like, I have to prove to this dude. Like, I had to earn, earn my minutes, and that's literally what I did. Even with the twins there, even with the twins telling him, like, oh, that's Kevin, man. Like, he can actually hoop. Even though he recruited me out of high school too, but he just never, never thought I was. I just felt like he never thought I was good enough. Like, I was actually a decent player, you know. From even from the first week of practices and tryouts, I had to try out. Even though everybody had to try out, but it felt like I actually had to try yeah, out. Yeah, what you mean? I was thinking of cutting me. Like, even when I would visit him in the office, like, he wouldn't be as hyped to see me as, like, his star players and stuff like that or his, you know, recruits that he recruited. So I'm like, man, it's whatever. I'll earn my minutes here. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm going to earn it. I always – I earned everything all my basketball life. I earned it in New Mission. I earned my name at New Mission. I earned my name in the city. I'll earn it here. I earned it at my Ida. So um, uh, he actually had me on the third string team the first probably two weeks of practices. And I'm like, wow, third string, like – Okay, I'll prove to you. And I was hurt, but I didn't tell him. You know, I was like, you know what? With this back injury, I'll prove to you that these these guys, I'm on another level. Like, I, I work harder than, you know, anybody. Mm-hmm. And not to sound cocky, but that's literally what I do. That's literally what I spent my summers doing is just working out. So, you know, I ended up making second team. And then after that, I was on the first team for a bit, and then he put me back on the second team. And our first game against Bridgewater – uh, I had like 17 and 12 off the bench, you know, playing limited minutes. And I'm like, you know what? I'll earn my starting spot. It's all good. I was, I was a little upset that I wasn't starting, but I was like, you know what? I'll earn my minutes. It's okay. I was sharing minutes with a freshman, um, and that was kind of pissing me off. But I'm like, you know what? I'll earn it. Like, uh, it's just, it just don't matter to me. I'm going to earn it. You know, after, even after that game, I'm thinking, like, maybe he'll see that I'm like, I could play the game at a high level. Like, I'm a top tier player. So the second game, um, I was, like, a little upset mentally. I was out of it. And then out of nowhere, I scored, like, 10 points in a row. And then I had, like, a double-double again. So I was leading the team in rebounds and probably, like, second in points at the time. And then the third game, you know, um, it was in the tournament. We had, like, a they host, a UMass hosted a tournament. I won MVP. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll start. 
And it wasn't until, like, I think my fourth or fifth game in, he finally started me for a couple games. But then my minutes started going down again. And I didn't like that. I'm like, man, I deserve better. Like, I deserve more. Like, I could play at a high level. I just – I don't understand. I was getting frustrated. And um, that's when um, Kevin Vanderhorst from LaSalle, you know, we started texting. And I was just telling him about my frustration. He was just telling me, like, hey, man, you come here. You could do your own thing. You could lead this. And I'm like, uh, it's just, like, it's going to be hard for me to transfer again. Like, that's hard, man. And um, so the season went by. And the last couple games of the season, I kept at um, – there was one game we were playing Emmanuel. And um, he sat me out. He, he benched me. I scored a couple points. He, like, sits me – he sits me down and doesn't play me again. And my father, my stepfather, who's always at the games, looks at me, and I look at him at the other side, and he's just, like, looking at me, like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not getting back in the game. I'm like, yeah. And that from, from that game there, I was like, you know what, man? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't appreciate who I am. He doesn't appreciate me as a player. So I'm going to leave. Um, I signed my waiver to, talk, to be able to talk to Galetta. Um, so during that time period, I was probably talking to K2 and Ryan a lot, like, about my decisions and what I wanted to do. He was like, whatever, you know you know, Galetta will be happy to have you. And um, so after I signed my waiver, me and Galetta spoke, you know, he, he knew I was still like a little iffy about me going. So he said, you know, I'll give you the choice if you want to stay home. And I was like, you know what, I'll stay home this semester. And that's when I commuted last semester after I transferred. And then when I transferred to LaSalle, I was like, I'll lead. And then even with my hurt back, I averaged probably like 17 points a game. I don't remember how much I averaged. Who's Ryan? Ryan Tillery. He um he, he okay. played the basketball team. All right, I don't I don't know him so. Okay. All right, so. So how do the how does the process of signing the waivers for like uh transferring, especially in season, work? So you have to sign a waiver so you could be able to speak to the other team's coach, and you have like thirty days without like UMass boss without UMass Boston knowing. And I could be able to talk to him without getting in trouble or he getting in trouble. Okay. And from there, you know, I spoke with my stepfather and he was on board. You know, he's he, he seen how I played in the summer. He watched all my summer games. He's like, you know, you just, you deserve to be playing. You deserve to be starting. You deserve to be leading the team. Why won't you? And I was like, you're right. You know, I went to LaSalle and they were struggling. And I was like, I'm going to help this team rebuild. You know, we, we're going we're gonna to struggle and that's fine. And I'm fine with that. But I'm here. I'm here to build. Is the, sorry, is the GNEC a higher conference than the UMass conference or no? Or is that even like a thing? Nah, they're not a thing. They're just different conferences. Okay. So, you, I actually, because I remember meeting you literally in econ because you were yeah, actually, like the first person I met. At yeah, because you had no idea where anything was, which I don't blame you because going mid-semester. <laughs> mid yeah. How do you think commuting from home helped you adjust better than living on campus right away? Or do you think it would have been yeah, better? I think, I think commuting really helped me, you know, slowly progress into, you know, dorming because I didn't want to dorm. And um, so it made me, helped me make friends at first, you know, get comfortable with the school. And that's what I love about Galetta. You know, he was open with me. He, he helped me. And he always believed in me. Even even I averaged like four points in my eye. He believed in me because he's seen what I could do. Of course, because I had my two best games against him. He's seen what I could do at a high level, and he believed in it. And, you know, I was like, I should have, you know, you're, I'm, I'm going to follow your lead. He said, just follow me. And I'm like, all right. So how did the first season at LaSalle, well, a half season go for your LaSalle, in your opinion? 
it, it was tough, you know. You know, some guys, you know, were probably like, oh, who is this guy? Like, who is this kid coming here, you know, trying to play? And, I'm, you know, my mindset is I'm here. I'm going to help. I'm trying to help you all. You know, I'm trying to help us win games. That's all I'm here for, win games and have fun. Uh, but it was a struggle because, you know, guys didn't know who I was. And, you know, so guys, you know, I assume they, they really did probably didn't like me, especially because I was starting right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, there were some games where, you know, guys didn't want to pass me the ball, but that that's just normal. That's just like they didn't really know who I was. But my first couple games off the bat, I probably, I had like 21 my first game there. We got blown out, though. My second game, which was the, our first conference game, we beat St. Joe's Maine. Um, I missed the buzzer beater, but Liam Jacob grabbed the ball and laid it in for the game winner. And um, I just had great games. And then, but there were some games I struggled, and that's partially because my back, and partially just because of like team frustration and stuff. We were trying to get to you know know each other. So going into so after the first season, what was your expectations going in for your so your junior year, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, my expectations were high. You know, we had we had Steph. You know who just came off averaging 25 points a game. We had, we had a transfer in EJ who was supposed to play with me that half semester as well when he, tra- he transferred with me. Um, but he broke his wrist the first day of practice. And we had Kevin, but he was, you know, diagnosed with cancer at the time. So, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, we're getting all these guys. And we had Johnny coming in. So I'm like, you know, expectations are big. You know, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to do really good. Um, but during the preseason, I ended up tearing a muscle in my foot. And, um, and that messed up like my leg and I had to sit out for like about a month and a half. I had a boot. I don't know if you've seen me. I remember uh, we had no one for that class. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Et cetera, et cetera. And so, yeah, so I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't prepare for the season anymore. You know, I was, I was ready. You know, my, my summer routine is, is scheduled. Like I wake up at nine, I go work out from 10 to like 12 with my trainer and a bunch of guys who play pro or division one, high division three, we play, we work out every day with each other and I, you know, just developing our game. And so, you know, I was ready. I was ready to take the league by storm. I knew healthy me, nobody could really stop me, you know, but uh, with the foot injury, it slowed me down because I couldn't prepare for the season. You know, I only had one week to prepare for Fitchburg, which is our home opener. You know, I got cleared on Sunday and then Monday, I had from Monday till Friday to prepare. So it was tough, you know, and um, during that time, I was trying to so hard, you know, a month without playing or doing anything physical, I was trying so hard and I, and I ended up hurting um, my knee um, because I was just trying too much and trying too hard. And uh, so I was playing with my, my knee and my foot, which nobody knows, but Galetta and maybe a few players, but um, I was determined to play. I didn't want to miss the game. And um, I just played probably the whole first half, except for really the last four or five games. I was playing with, you know, extreme pain, you know, and but I dealt with it. And we struggled because of that. And that's partially my fault. I couldn't play at the highest level I wanted to. Uh, yeah. All right. So talk. So one thing I think everyone on campus could see was the turnaround the team had. Yeah. It's, and I think we've talked about this before, you know, I going going to Christmas break. I'm like, what is wrong with this team, you guys? Clearly, something was going on. I probably yeah. can't even talk about that. Whatever you guys you can say, but then you know, come back Christmas break. You're now a cap. I think you were officially on a captain then, and the team starts going going on a tear. You're winning games, and then yeah. people are starting to get some eyes. Are start eyebrows are starting to be raised. Hey, LaSalle is kind of getting some wins here and there. Talk about how like that transition went for you guys. 
Well, we had well, – you know, first, we always had the talent. You know, we could play those – like, some of those people, some professors, you know, some students didn't agree with us playing, Babson, Amherst. But it's like, if I was healthy, those games would have been different. I mean, Babson was our second game of the season. And yeah. this is our first time ever playing. We had Keith, never played with him. All of us never played with each other. It was our first year playing with each other. It was like, we're playing these teams, but we're trying to figure it out. Most of these teams are three or four-year players who've play, been playing with each other since freshman year. So they're, you know, top tier. You know, so, you know, people didn't believe, didn't believe we were that good. But, you know, I, I knew we were good. And I knew if I could get healthy and, you know, I could play at the high level, I could, I could show, you know. Um, but um, during Christmas break, uh, we had a team meeting. You know, some guys just didn't feel like, you know, the team was the same before, you know, I and EJ arrived. Some guys didn't agree with the team. Some guys didn't, didn't like the philosophy Galetta was, was putting out. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Galetta's probably one of the best coaches I've ever met besides Corey. You know, mm-hmm. I've ever been coached against. Galetta's a really smart. You know, he's a, he's a he's genuine guy. He cares about us. He, everything he do is for us. You know, he listens to us. He will let – if we have a suggestion, he'll listen out. You know, I don't, really, I don't see a lot of coaches doing that. And um, he, he's always spending hours trying to see how we could get better. So after the team meeting we had – um, he told guys, you know, uh, he, he, he raised his concern. He seen that some guys were frustrated. So we all talked and, you know, we had discussions in that room that, you know, I, I won't say now, but, you know. Yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. don't get you in trouble. Some guys were upset, you know, and mad at Galetta for I don't know why. Um, and so Galetta said, you know, we'll have practice in a couple hours. If you don't want to be here, then don't show up. And some guys didn't show up. And from there on, we actually – that's when we actually became a team team. You know, we, we started winning. You know, EJ got a starting spot and uh, got to show what he actually can do. Um, got that right. And from there, we went on a winning streak, you know. And, and still there, the five starters, me, EJ, K2, Johnny, and Keith, never played with each other or barely played. I played with Johnny a little bit in my Ida because some days he'll be playing, I wouldn't. And some days I'll be playing, he wouldn't. So it was like our first time actually playing together. And, for us to go on that lead, even though we went on that slump where we lost four in a row, you know, that's partially because, you know, we're still trying to, we were still trying to get to know each other's, you know, goods and bads, you know, our flaws and stuff like that. But um, for us to almost beat Albertus, which a game we should have beat, and, you know, I've been watching film and I, I watched a couple clips on it. Uh, it was a mistake that, you know, a mistake we should, we, we, we could change, we could have changed, but you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. we could have been that championship game, but we aren't. And uh, it sucks. But next year it's like same team. Now what? Like now we played a whole year with each other. We'll get to the Albertus in a second. Cause I do want to get to the playoffs, but I do remember when EJ started to emerge, both of you guys together. I remember EJ yelling at me to wipe the floor off when the ref said, don't get on the floor. But um, the biggest game I think for you guys was Emmanuel when, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know all the drama going into it, but I, I'll, I do remember probably being the only fan at that game for most of that game because no one from LaSalle was there. Yeah. But um, what, was going, what, was, what was the atmosphere like going into that game? The playoff game or a regular one? Well, hit the so game winner. Yeah, well, actually, why don't we do that? We'll go with the game winner, and then we'll get into the playoff game. So that was our first game from everybody, the people who quit. Okay. And that's when everybody was like, oh, we lost – you guys lost Steph. You know, you, are you guys even going to be good? 
and that was a game where, you know, I we rose where where I was like, you know, defense is first. Like, if we're gonna win basketball games, it has to be how I was taught, playing both ends of the floor. Like, you know, that's a basketball player. Like, I don't like that I'm an offensive player or I'm just a rebounder. No, we play both ends of the floor and we play fast, just like how Galetta wants it, and we run our stuff because it works. And from there, we clicked. You know, I struggled those first couple games, but you know, we were winning. And that, that's all that matters to me. If we win, I don't care how much points I had. You know, I'm a winner at the end of the day. I want to win the game. You know, if I'm not scoring, I'm defending the best guy, you know. And uh, that's when we actually clicked as a team. We started, you know, having fun finally, you know. We weren't having fun. And that's probably the worst part about it. We weren't really liking each other. But, you know, after that, we were clicking. And that's when you hit the buzzer beater against Emmanuel around yeah, that time. Yeah, EJ hit the buzzer beater, and we went on a five-game winning streak. All right, so then yeah, – sorry. Yeah, finally beating Suffolk my first time in my career. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was another buzzer beater too, right? Uh, no, we went to overtime that game. That's overtime, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then – so obviously, so going into the GNAC, it, a lot of people thought it should not have been an upset. You guys were – a lot of people thought you were favored to beat Emmanuel. Talk about going into that game. You guys, to them, were an underdog, and, but clearly you guys were the favorite. Yeah, for the, for the whole GNAC, we were underdog. We weren't expected, you know, to win. Um, even Emmanuel was talking their smack. They, they, they thought that was going to be an easy breeze win. And uh, I took it personal. That's when I was probably at my healthiest was those last couple of games. You know, I finally, you know, I never played a college game healthy. And that's the scariest part. You know, that's what I'm trying to work on now, you know, is be as durable as possible to play at least this last season at my highest level. But, man. They they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't stop us. Uh, I knew I knew from the bat. You know I was I was prepared mentally and physically that whole week. You know they're not gonna beat us. And you know Emmanuel never beat me in my career yet. And I wanted to stay like that. That's good. So. We, we we do have some Emmanuel friends at the show, so we got to keep that a little bit clean. But, no, they're um, a really good team, man. They're a really good team. I <laughs> respect for all of those players. They, they, they're, they're tough, you know, they're great. But I was, I was on a different level mentally and physically. I was tired of it. You know, I was like, I'm finally healthy. Let, let, let me go off. You know, I ended up having probably like, I think like 20 points at halftime and I was done. Once I knew the lead was up, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't like chump change. I don't like scoring where points are. I like games that are close, you know, so. You guys made it so, so good for you that I can stand up and cheer. So I was, <laughs> I'll give you guys that. Um, so obviously the Albertus game. So, a tough game. What the hell happened on the bus ride up? I've heard a little bit from Kelvin, but, you know, I, I, I so, heard – Yeah, you know. We were on that bus ride for, I think, about four hours, something like that. There was an, a, bad, a really bad accident on the highway, and we were stuck on the highway for about four hours together, and we were trying so hard. You know, Galetta was trying so hard to keep us awake. Uh, we called my stepfather. My stepfather bought us, like, bananas and snacks and stuff because the game was going to be so late. But we had to stay, stand on the bus, stretch, you know, and it was tough getting ready for a bat, for a playoff basketball game on a bus, mm-hmm. stuck in traffic for that long without trying to sleep and, or, you know, and stuff. So, but well, it was just probably one of the crazy experiences of my life, <laughs> being stuck in a bus for that long and then having to go play a basketball game. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I thought the game would be canceled, but I'm like, man, I'm going to play regardless. I'm ready. Like, we were ready. We were tired of you know, hearing LaSalle once again loses to Albertus. You know, unfortunately, we did end up losing. But, you know, 
I'm proud of what we did that day, you know. It wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah. So can you talk about your life as a student athlete, like a student athlete, like how are you able to manage the academics while the rigorous athletic schedule? Well, um, first, you know, it's the coaches, you know, they, they try to accommodate us the best way they can, you know, they try to make sure we're good. You know, they, they keep, they, they, they stay in touch with us and make sure we're doing our work. And, you know, they, they help us if, you know, if one of us is stressing or something that they're open. So, you know, if some drama happens, um, uh, personally, I had something, some things happened during the season and Coletta was, you know, a good person and understood and, you know, always there and always hearing out what we have to say. Uh, but it's, 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 it was hard, but I was taught right at New Mission, once again, you know, going back to my high school. I was taught right. I was prepared for this. I was getting prepared for college. You know, Corey always said it's, it's not a four-year plan. It's a 40-year plan. Mm-hmm. You know, the most kids want to go D1, and then you got four years barely playing, and then what? You know, and Corey wanted us to go to college and actually get an education and still play basketball the right way, you know, scholarship or not. That's probably the best thing probably the best person that's that's ever been in my life as a, as a basketball and just as a person. That's awesome. What are your uh, goals for next season for the bat? Well, so I'm guessing winning the GNAC is one of them, but besides that, what are, there, what are your goals for next season? Um, I want to win defensive player of the year. Um, that, that, I thought I had a chance this year, uh, but unfortunately I did not even make an all-selection all team, which, you know, I wouldn't even, I'm not even going to speak on that. Okay. Right, I'm 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 all good on that. Um, but uh, just personally, I want to win the GNAC, you know, and I and I, and I want to play a full season healthy, you know, because I know a full season healthy me is just like it, there's no stopping that, you know. So to stay healthy, how do you stay? How are you gonna stay? How are you trying to stay fit now? Oh uh, well, I'm trying. I'm eating a lot better. Um, it's hard even with COVID, you know, trying to I have a schedule right now of just working out and stuff I just found a hoop so you know I'm doing a little bit of drills um, working on stuff that I've seen on film that I need to work on and um, just eating right and making sure you know I stretch you know I'm sleeping well and stuff like that throw Sal out there really I'm sure he'll be a nice body for you <laughs> yeah you know I'll go up there and you know apex and play with y'all yeah any, anytime for I sure people, I need to play against some people I'm, I'm tired of playing a shadow <laughs> <laughs> imagination no more shadow ball yeah so maybe maybe this could be the uh, that Florida tournament. What's your uh, favorite uh, sport memory that could be basketball or, or non-basketball related? The, the the Florida tournament for sure. The Florida tournament and and you know because that we got to bond like we were ju- it was just us. Mm-hmm. Like um, I know I remember KG talking about how the Celtics went um, when they won their championship. They the before that they took a trip I forgot where, and they just bonded like as a team. They were in somewhere in Europe and um. So for us to be in Florida and just be like us, and we actually hanging out and actually getting to know us, know each other, it was, you know, that that was probably the best time of my life. Even even losing, like we were just having fun as a team. They went to Rome and London. Yeah, there we go. There we go. This is more, so. These questions are more like the uh, more fan favorite or like athlete related question. What's your uh, any good pregame songs you listen to? Any what's on what's on the pregame playlist? Uh, a lot of Meek Mill. I don't know if you know who that is. I, I of, do. You know, I love Meek Mill. Um, he, his, his songs, you know, I had uh, the struggle and the pain. I could hear it and I could feel it. You know, I've been through some of the stuff like that as, you know, living in, you know, in, the, in the hood, quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. living in, in, in the city. 
you know, when I've seen a lot of bad stuff happen and on being able to still be here, you know, so. That's, that's something good to relate to. Was that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Any uh, pregame superstitions? Uh, no, not really. I don't have of those. Really have that, you know. I, 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 um, I don't even have a routine to be honest. If we're gonna be honest, I, I just go out there, stretch, listen to my music, I shoot, and you know, I try to just get game ready. You know. Do you, so. Judging by kind of our conversation in the past as well, family is clearly something important. Do you think new mission helped helped um, accumulate that? Yes, of course. You know, those guys are all forever be my family. You know, they're forever going to be my brothers. Corey's forever going to be a father figure to me. You know, anytime I have something, you know, he's one of the people I call. And of course, Mitch, who was my JV coach, who is my trainer now at New Mission, you know, those guys I always contact. You know, Mitch is always looking, looking for me. And, you know, he's always helping me out basketball and personally wise. That's a good dude, man. If you, ever need, if you need a workout, if your Sal needs a work, personal workout, Hit up Herc forty two skills and drills, baby. You know I'm gonna have Sal like text you after this, right? Just I'm just pointing that out. But um, that's good. Um, that's good to hear. Um, what's your favorite meal or even a pregame meal that you like like to eat? Or if you're gonna pasta. have a pregame meal, pasta. pasta. Right. A lot of pasta, a lot of pasta, and probably Cliff bars. Those are good. I do like Cliff bars. Um, so I know a little bit of this because it's Sal's number, but uh, does your why is 32 your favorite jersey number or your, your favorite number of choice? Uh, so my number in high school was 12. And um, when, I, when, I went to LaSalle, when I went to Mount Ida, I got 12. But when I transferred to UMass, they didn't have 12. So I was like, oh, man. So I'm like, new start, new beginning, um, time to prove myself. So I chose zero. But um, when I transferred to LaSalle, uh, a player already had 12. And I didn't want to be disrespectful and try to take it from him. So I said, you know what, new beginning. Um, one of my favorite high school players who, I, who New Mission played against, Carl Anthony Towns, he wore 32. So I'm like, uh, and he's Dominican. I was like, you know what, I think 32 for a new beginning sounds good for me. You know, and I'm, I'm sorry to Sal for one yeah. year, one year, and then you can get the jersey, then you get the number. But, you know, it's just a number I want to continue with because, you know, it, show, it, it just reminds me of all the good things that's happened to me as a basketball player at LSL. That's good. Uh, before we end, do you want to plug your Instagram or anything else? Uh, shit, what's my Instagram? I don't even know my Instagram. Um, my Instagram. Y'all can follow me at that kid Kev underscore 32 for sure, for sure. Awesome. All right, thank you, Kevin, for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you too, man. Take care. You too. Have a good one.